The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know, when an armadillo is in school, they always skip a grade. But you never know which one it's going to be, so watch out, teachers. (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to see some cool merchandise by our own Karina Lake, visit us at armadillo.club. Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I am Alice Sullivan. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're talking about chapters 34 through the first part of chapter 37 <laughs> of A Memory of Light, book 14 of The Wheel of Time. We're breaking that into four parts, right? Yeah, four parts, including Whew. this one. Yeah, we are. All right. Previously, word has finally gotten around about the great captains getting their noodles scrambled, so we're getting to see a wholly <laughs> improvised command shift ranging from just make Matt do it to have a committee agree on the dumbest possible plan. You know, it's and, too bad that, uh, that Grendel's like, wolf name wasn't Noodle Scrambler. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity, right? Uh, that seems to be a step up from what they were doing before either way. Uh, so this multi-front war is a bust, and Matt is consolidating their remaining forces on the fields of Marilor for a heroic last stand. We get to see some sweet-ass portal tricks from our good friend Andrel, and some wild dream combat from Perrin and Slayer. Also, Fail fails at her one job of delivering the Horn of Valir to Matt, and somehow ends up in the Blight. What a bonehead. Probably <laughs> want to get a new map there, Fail. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I mean, she's not known for making the best decisions. Yeah, yeah. Why, why'd she, she go to the Blight? Come she, on. She married the best Talveran. Uh, that, Did she? Mm, I, yeah, I think it's the, be- the best one to marry. I'll say that. Yeah, you don't want to, probably don't want to marry Matt. Rand is fine until he dies, right? Yeah. He's got a lot of baggage. He's got three bitches. You know, I don't know. It yeah. depends on what you're into, right? Like, if you're into, like, low maintenance, you don't have to deal with that long, and then you get to inherit, you know, dragon fortune or whatever. Maybe that's not so bad, right? Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense, yeah. 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 Hit it and then last battle it. <laughs> <laughs> like they say. As the saying goes. Chapter 34, Drifting, Icon of Land Fear. Rand floats beyond time and space where he can see the pattern or something his mind interprets as the pattern in a way that his mind can understand. Yeah, you know, you'd think a place outside of time and space would be kind of boring, but no, you know, he has this bird's eye view in the fabric of reality. Yeah, like, whoa, man. Yeah. It's, it's a little, I, I imagine that would be a little disorienting, you know? Yeah, I, it also doesn't make a lot of sense to me because how can you be perceiving something with, when there's no time? Because it takes time to perceive something and to think about it or whatever. But It's just a snapshot in which he, yeah, like thinking takes time, right? Like Yeah, so I guess that's just, that's why I'm not the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can think even when there's no, uh, no time or reality. Rand and the Dark One chat for a little bit about how silly Moradin is for doing that whole sword fight thing. Yeah, they do kind of like a quip exchange or whatever. <laughs> His eyes are small. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> small tools can be effective. Okay, we get it. <laughs> wait, oh wait, wait. Is, Morden has a tiny dick. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was like, is, that, is he implying that Morden has a tiny You know, I mean, maybe that... Maybe. Tiny eyes, tiny dick. That's that's what they you say. Know, they say, yeah, uh, in the Age of Legends. You know what? You know, that, I feel bad for Morden. Like, this influences his life so much. It's okay to have a tiny dick, you know? So, the Dark One speaks in all caps, with yeah. no quotes. Yeah, like the creator, right? Like yeah. my grandmother on line. 
<laughs> grandmother is the dark one. Uh, so, do you think that the thing talking to Brand in the first place was the dark one? Uh, I always thought that was the creator, but I mean... But how... is the creator the dark one? Yeah, right? Like, that's, it's interesting to me that they, they sound the same, right? I mean, they're two it's sides like, of the same coin or something, right? Uh, that's, that seems like the kind of thing that would happen. Yeah. It's uh, the... the... As I recall, last time he talked, or the, in the first book, the creator was all like, it's not time yet, you know? It's... I just get, keep getting confused with Terry Pratchett because death speaks in all caps in Terry Pratchett books. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, I mean, maybe death is... It's the same idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, like like it, I guess there's no way. Brain doesn't seem to know, right? Like he doesn't think. Oh, look, this is the same voice I heard earlier. I wish he had. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, the time for talking is done because Rand and the Dark One join in struggle across time and space. Probably sword fight. Yeah. <laughs> one can only assume it's a sword fight. <laughs> he's sword fighting more than while he's sword fighting the Dark One. That's next level. He has three swords, so obviously. That's a good point. Yeah, he's yeah. got a bonus sword. That's three points. <laughs> <laughs> three three and swords a with only one hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> and then uh, Perrin is dying. Yeah. He's been shot. <laughs> and I love that Lanfear pops in again just long enough to break up with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's, like, she's like, it's not me, it's you. Like, um, Karen's last words were like, I'm not even into you. <laughs> she does that thing where she reaches out her hand to shake his hand and then does the... Yeah, yeah then strokes the, her hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm too hot to waste my time on people who let themselves get killed by interplanar super hunters, you know? <laughs> too hot for bros that get shot. <laughs> That's, what she said. That's Lanfear's motto. <laughs> if I was writing it, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's he's shifted away uh, far away to try and escape. But it, the last the last thing he does is he shifts to Miralor, uh in the dream and passes out. Wait, Aww. does he? And then Fael and her caravan of dumbasses camp <laughs> in the blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> they don't make it like an hour without two different people dying. One guy's like. He gets no. killed by a twig. That yeah. was just like they don't even go into like, it. Like until like up until this point, I thought Gwyn was the stupidest person in the world, but that guy is the stupidest <laughs> person in the world. They're like, we're in the blight. I wonder what that does. Like they, this, he's not even the first person that dies from a random thing. They come across a tree that is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> that is weeping blood, and it's like it's far away. It's not even close to them, and he goes to check it out. Yeah. And of course, it eats him. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just you know the. I feel like the blight is a, 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 a kind of steep learning curve, but like really, anyone who goes into the blight should be like, I'm not going to touch that bloody tree, right? Not, yeah, I mean, you don't even need the, the rule one of the blight, which is don't touch anything, yeah. which is also all the other rules of the blight. <laughs> yeah, like within the first couple hours, a guy dies by stepping in some mud, and a guy dies from a twig, whatever that means, and this other guy's like, bloody tree, eh? You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like he had to I like... better go check that yeah. out. Oh my God. Yeah, two warning shots there, right? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, none of the Fahil's crew knows how they got there. Uh, they're discussing what to do, whether to head south, because south is not blight, mm-hmm. uh, or head laterally towards Shial Gull, because they can see it. They can see Mount Doom. Yeah. One might say that one does not simply walk into Shile Gold, but they're like, no, we're going to walk into Shile Gold. Yeah, maybe we ought to simply walk in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this this conversation with Satal is she again reveals that she's an Aes Sedai, like for the third time, I think, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Fael didn't know about it, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's she's like, you know, it's unlikely that someone accidentally teleported us here because of the way that this, this stuff works, which I guess 
leads everyone to believe that perhaps there's a dark friend in their midst. Right. This is a very strange situation. Yeah. And uh, they do think, yeah, there's a dark friend. Fayil, throughout and this... They, 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 well, their, their theory is that the Aes Sedai was, was creating a gateway to the Blight, and then the bubble of evil happened, and then somebody stabbed the Aes Sedai, and all that was to prevent them from looking through the portal and seeing that it was the Blight. Yeah, that, that's, I mean... Yeah, that's, yeah. that seems a little tenuous, but as yeah. we will find out, that seems to be exactly what happened. <laughs> I, I like throughout this 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 set of chapters, Fayil is like growing increasingly paranoid, and I'm just like, is she wrong? I, I honestly can't tell at this point. Yeah, and then Avienda is fighting in irregular combat against the anti Aiel that are infesting the Valley of Thakandar. Yeah, and she sees one. She's like, I, I know that guy. Yeah, it's one of her buddies. Well. That, Ex-buddies. Ex-buddies, yeah. Yeah, he's dead now. And the uh, Darlin's forces, now Darlin's forces, are holding the entry to Thakandar, and, and all the anti-Aiel are showing up to, to attack him in the back, and she's burning him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they seem to have a pretty good system for hunting these male channelers. Yeah, she does point. not like them. She thinks that they are bad. Yeah. And they, I agree. Yeah they, yeah, they seem pretty evil. But then her whole squad gets got by Hesalam, who jumps in and, and does some compulsion on them and fries them all. Yeah. And, uh, well, Avian is away. And steals Serene. Yeah, with, with compulsion. Yeah. And then the battle continues. And in chapter 35, a practice grin, icon of the blight. Olver is riding with the horn party and Fael. Yeah! He's yeah. riding. He's riding Bella. We That's get right. a Bella sighting. MVP yeah. Bella. Proof yeah. of life. Yeah, you know, he's talking, thinking about how he misses his horse wind because he's riding Bella. Yeah, like a sturdy log in a placid river. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's Bella. She she ain't fast, but she'll get you there. Yeah, I was kind of hoping Bella was still in those nice stables, in those Ogier rot stables in the I White know. Tower. Yeah. yeah, eating some good oats. I don't want uh, I don't want Bella to be in the blight. Yeah. These people are all dead. Yeah, nowhere any of these people making it. Files in charge. Yeah, <laughs> Bella's gonna come trotting out of there like with a horn tied to her back. <laughs> like no one else survives. So Bella's like someone had to carry this thing home, guys. Yeah, yeah, when, Matt, when Matt blows the horn, the heroes will be like, "Oh, hey, that's that horse hero." He got spun out into the telephone. <laughs> Brigitte's gonna recognize him. <laughs> oh yeah, Bella the heroic horse. <laughs> Uh, Elver's riding her. They're heading toward through. Uh, I guess toward the blasted lands. They're in the blight. They're going to the blasted lands. The yeah. Blasted lands are usually worse than the blight. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if that's a step up. Yeah, I I, uh, I I I was struggling with this earlier on because sometimes the blight is described as very hot, sometimes very cold. But I think the blight is hot and the blasted lands are cold. And mm-hmm. I think yeah, apparently the blasted lands are places that even the shitty stuff in the blight doesn't go because it sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we get that fun vignette about the guy who gets eaten by the bleeding tree, and I yeah, yeah. guess they're better off without that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he just he like walks have. right up to it. He's like, oh, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> I'm gonna lick it. <laughs> Is that blood? He doesn't even Why get not? to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes him. Yeah, yeah, but apparently that guy makes number fifteen, so they're they're not doing well. Yeah. No. Uh, Oliver is full of boyish fantasies about vengeance and joining the Aiel and and tracking down his. Ail buddy, he's like, I'm just gonna go to the foxy people and ask him questions, like Matt did. Yeah, I mean, it's, the kid has goals, you know. Yeah, and he's got all sorts of amb- abandonment anxiety, which is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, he misses he misses Noel. Noel. Yeah, because um, he's like, he's he he lost his family, then he built his family, and now his family's all gone again. It's kind of rough. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he's clocked that there's something going on with that chest that Fael's carrying around, which I guess everybody probably should have clocked by now. Yeah. <laughs> he's not being like super secretive about it. Yeah. And they've made it into the Blasted Lands. Then Avienda and Cad Swain discuss what to do about Hesalam. Oh, yeah. This, this was interesting because like, I assumed that this weird traveling thing she was doing was something about crossing into the dream. But apparently this is true power traveling. Yeah. So I guess Grendel or, or Hesalam has the, uh, the true power. Which only, the Dark One only gives to, you know, special people. Yeah. And Cat Swain decides that she and Sorely, uh, it's up to them to get Grendel. Um, and she grudgingly allows Avienda to come with them because Cat Swain is super dumb. Yeah, c- c- I mean, Avienda's like, c- come on. She's the one who's going to blast like somebody she, without, like, hesitation. Come on, right? she's the one. She hasn't taken the three oaths. She's yeah. stronger than them, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sorely, right? Sorely, I mean, Sorely's, like, great politically because she, like, just tough and you know doesn't back down but, yeah, but not great in a fight yeah probably not okay well whatever cat's way sure take avi into with you good yeah i mean so yeah they're, they're gonna team up to to hunt uh grendel though i kind of thought perrin was gonna do that but i, I, I really thought he was gonna hammer her yeah yeah maybe he's gonna like show up at the last minute and hammer her like as she's weak he's probably trying to hammer something else probably <laughs> hey. 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 no i yeah yeah Wait, why are we saying that? Because, you know, because Hammer. he hammers his penis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Molinaire, his penis. Right. <laughs> Speaking of things that Perry wants to hammer with his penis. Yeah. Uh, Fail sets a trap for whoever's after the horn because somebody in her party keeps trying to get at the horn. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, at this point, my money was on Vannon, but, like... I don't know. I, I'm not convinced Van Vannon feels like a red herring, right? Like a red herring bad guy. Yeah, Vannon has had way better opportunities to be a dark friend, right? Yeah. Up to this point. I think if anything, he's like watching this like Fael is doing a really bad job protecting this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, keep an eye on it. I'd better steal that thing because she's gonna lose it. Because well, I mean, like what she does is she's like, I'm gonna go hide the horn in the middle of the woods somewhere and then <laughs> yeah. set a trap with this empty box. And what happens? Yeah, they they go after the horn. Yeah. Uh but she finds the people who are trying to take it, and it turns out it is Vannon. Yeah, Vannon yeah. and another dude who and are Harman. fighting off some sort of monster. Well they no, they're with the monsters. Mm. Are they with the monsters? They're fighting the monsters. No, no, they're no they're I think they're fighting the monsters. Are they? Harden yeah. fought against some kind of beast with dark fur shouting and swinging his sword. Okay, then why do Vannon and Harnan run away then? Because Fael's like, you guys are the thieves, and like, fuck that, we're not the thieves, and they run, because Vannon's, you know, he's been well, he's been so. called he's a thief been, before. Yeah. 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 And I love how she shouts out, there's he's stolen the horn of Valir, so Fael oh. has no chill. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Which is the brand name of Matrim Cotham's tobacco. Saved it. Nice work, Fayil. Yeah, well, I, I thought this was saying that Vannon and Harnan. I like both those guys. I would be very sad if they turned out to be dark friends. I don't think they're dark friends. I think they were trying to protect the horn, and this is going to be like one of those like misunderstood situations. Oh, so Vannon just figured, just followed Fayil for her dumb little trap and was just out there watching it? Yeah. And then those bear thing. Which I think, are these the same things that the. Um, that the Shanchen use? Because I, I know that... Uh, the Grom, no. Okay. No, not the Grom, because the Grom are the three-eyed hoppy things. Froggy things, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think either Tuon or or one of the other uh, high-blooded folks had this monster creature. I thought it was a Lopar, which was supposed yeah. to be kind of like a Liger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, it, it was like a like a leopard lizard or something. Oh, okay. I oh, thought, okay. thought it had scales. Mm. But uh, but anyway, yeah, these I think these are like a new thing, and I think these are some kind of like hunting thing yeah. and I think they've been tracking the Horn of Valir 
Because they've been making that scream that Fael's been hearing. Oh, you're right. They've been hearing that in the woods for a while now. And I think they probably got some magic way or smell way of hunting it. Mm. Maybe because it smells like two rivers to back. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and that's how they found it out in the woods. So that would explain it. Then, then Vannon and Harnan were, were looking out for Fael. Because uh, <laughs> she just left it in the woods. And then she, as, as we discussed, has no chill. <laughs> she yes. just like, dark-fronted them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, they, they fight off these guys with the, the monsters, the bear insect face monsters. Yeah, yeah, two of them. And yeah. then there's more in the, more coming, so they decide to bail. Yeah, so they grab the horn and they flee towards Thakandar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Vanon and Hardon escape into the night. Oh, well, okay, so there's still hope. I hope. I, still I hope, yeah. Yeah, I liked Vanon. Yeah. Chapter 36 Unchangeable Things, Icon of the Dice. And we get a new map. We get a, a map. map. And this map, did you notice, is different from all the other maps we've seen so far. Uh, th- this is the first time in a long time. Yeah, that's true. But this is not a city map. This is a battlefield map. Yes. Oh, so it's, it focuses less on, like, buildings and shit and more on, like, terrain. Yeah, and you see things like the, the knob and the heights and the river and the marshes. It was very helpful. Yeah, those are things that, that you, we wouldn't have seen on the other maps because they were mostly about, you know, the, the human things. But this is about the terrain. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, in the corners, we've got the Force Snake in. We've got the, what is it? The dragon's fang. Mm-hmm. And we've got, I guess it's a hawk. It's supposed to be Fael, maybe? I, I don't know. Or an eagle for... Falcon, I mean. Or uh, Manetherin? Aren't they is an it, eagle? Is it the eagle of Manetherin, the the hawk of Mayenne, or the falcon that is Fael? The falcon of Fael. Because she's got a big nose. Uh, <laughs> so Nynaeve, who is hanging out in the Pit of Doom... Uh, at the the fight to end all fights, and she's clinging onto a rock as the nothingness sucks everything in. So, I love that uh, Nynaeve, not one to be held back by something like being sucked into infinity, she decides that she's going to bean Morden in the head with I a rock. I love it. I love it. That's why she's MVP. <laughs> she's like, channel. She's can't like, stand up without being sucked into nothingness, but I can hit this guy with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I really wish I could help Rand, but I can't channel. She's like, hmm, rock to the head. Yep, yep. This is classic naive. I love it. I love it. That's why you bring her. <laughs> yep. And so she she starts making her way from stalactite to stalactite. Yeah. And, uh, or is it stalagmite? Stalagmite to stalagmite. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. To get to Morden to do something. And she finds Alana. Who's, who's dying. Yeah, she's been stabbed and is bleeding out. And she figures that this is a, a Morden plan to make her die during the fight. Which will make Rand go crazy because of the water bond problems. It's actually kind of a clever trap, right? Like yeah. a, a time bomb on his psyche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you suppose Nynaeve could just transfer that bond to herself right now? Uh, she doesn't have... You can only transfer the bond if you're the one who's in the bond, right? Can you? I don't know. That's you can question. do a bond without anybody's permission, right? It's true. Yeah, I don't know. And I wonder. You can have multiple warders. Yeah, I just wonder if you could transfer someone else's bond or if the person in the bond... You probably need them. Apparently Alana is... is Something wrong with her. Yeah, she's out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and Nynaeve cannot heal her uh, because her power is locked up with Rand because they're still linked. And Rand is using it all, doing something. And this is a situation where hitting something with a rock is not going to solve it, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, the snarky part of me thought, why don't you use some of those herbs, wisdom? (laughs) (laughs) She thinks about it, right? She's like, eh, that doesn't actually. I think she actually talks about it. Yeah, no herbs for that. Yeah, Yeah. not enough. Then Matt, who is... Shaping up the defense at Marilor, training, you know, farmers and commoners to use spears. Because uh, a bunch of those people, everybody just came as last battle time. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of them who are like, oh, I wish we could learn swords. It's like, dude, we have like two hours. You just, just pick up that <laughs> stupid spear. <laughs> you're you're going to be dead in five minutes, kid. You know, you're not going to waste time with the sword. Yeah. And I think we get a cameo. 
Oh, yeah. He recognizes yes. an old, old farmer there, and he says he, he remembers something about a cart and a fade. Oh, this is the guy from the, the yeah. Matt and Rand wrote in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. this guy's all over. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's a, he's a traveler. Tom yeah. Ryan, man. Yep. And he, Matt is shirking his official duties because they want him to do some actual, like, prince work. And he's like, screw that. Yeah, there's a pack of Death Watch guards, like, trying to hunt him down because he won't do this <laughs> stupid, like, judgments thing. Yeah. Although he really just doesn't want to, like, sentence people to death because that's I mean, what nobles do. If he's the judger, he can sentence them to not death, right? He'd be like, I sentence you not to death. <laughs> you think, is that how he's going to see it? He might see it as like, oh, my guy did it, you know, so the right thing to do is sentence him to death. Yeah, well... I suppose that's the problem. Yeah. And then he meets with Egwene, uh, who lost the horn. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, Good job, Egwene. Cool. Yep. Sure, I'm glad they, they gave that to, for safekeeping in the White Tower. And yeah, the White Tower should have turnstiles instead of doors. People are in and out of that. Like <laughs> right? So Matt and Egwene survey the battlefield. Um, Egwene has the common decency to put the gateway on a table now instead of on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Come on, people. Yeah, this is a, not a huge technological improvement, but it's a, probably a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, it's a real quality of life improvement. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's interesting because he's doing this thing where he's like looking over the battlefield and it's like all of his past life memories are going into overdrive. And he starts seeing shadows of like past battles and yeah. how things happen. It's, it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, they're at the, they're at the overlook. Cool. Uh, looking down on it. And yeah, he gives this awesome speech and he's thinking his Matt thoughts. Yeah. Um, and he, he's changing the plan at the last minute. And it absolutely super, super is the last minute because the, they're here. The Trollocs are here and the fighting is starting right now. Yeah. Then Perrin, uh, who is aided by his hot hammer somehow, uh, chooses to wake up instead of dying and wakes his way out of the dream in yeah. the fields yeah. of Marilor. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Perrin. Figured it out. Yeah. Chapter 37, The Last Battle. Oh, shit. I got the Tarvel on flame. We're here. here. we go. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> 14 like, books later. Yeah, this, this like, just turning to this page, I was just like, this feels like we've been building this for a very long time. Absolutely. And it starts with a cool quote from Loyal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dawn broke that morning on Paul of Heights, but the sun did not shine on the Defenders of the Light. Out of the west and out of the north came the armies of darkness to win this one last battle and cast a shadow across the earth to usher in an age where the wails of suffering would go unheard. Oh, that's, that's some heady stuff. Yeah. I want to read that book. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> right? Oh, wait, maybe a this bit is, of a drama. This might be Loyal's drama book. Drama mama. <laughs> you think Loyal would quote himself yeah. in his own book? <laughs> he quoted himself in his own book, yeah. No, it says it's from his <laughs> notebook. notebook. <laughs> so he's referencing his own notebook? Yes. <laughs> So Lan leads a charge of all the cavalry in the whole world on a sweet uh, charge under the water of the of the river, courtesy of Loghain, who causes the water to arc up over him in an arching waterfall. Deflecting yeah. the massive fireballs that the Sharons are trying to rain down on them. It is amazing. I can't yeah. wait to see that in the TV show. What when TV they get show? to that point. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch it. It's gonna yeah. get canceled before then. Yeah. No way, no way. It's gonna make it. 14 seasons. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. It could get better. Season two. Yeah, season yeah. two's coming. It'd be hard to get worse. <laughs> anyway, this charge is awesome. Yes. Yeah, it is, this is a fantastic, like, uh, cinematic or... Yeah, or artillery is moment. exploding all the, all around from the cannons and from the, the fireballs and, and magic stuff from the Sharans. This is like a solid start to a battle, I gotta say. Yeah. yeah. 
And then Elaine and Brigitte fight off a Drakkar attack in yeah. the Shanshan camp. Yeah, Elaine's strategy is to deafen everyone. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's effective. It worked quickly. She could have just made like a really loud noise. She could have, like, I mean, instead of deafening her, it's just like a like a smoke alarm noise that so you couldn't hear them. She yeah. could have made weaves of air. Like people have done this before, like little weaves of air that block sound from your ears. But like no. lots of I said I've done this. But it does work. Yeah. <laughs> she deafens everybody in the area, blows out their eardrums so they yep. can't hear the drop car. Yep. I mean, she can go back and heal them like instantly later. So she's busy. She's not going to do I'm, that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to be on Team Elaine at the yeah, moment. Okay, no, it's she's fine, doing it's her fine. best. She does get the job done. Yeah. Yes. And this was a bad Drakkar attack, and she they, then she fries a bunch of them, and Brigitte shoots a bunch of them. It's really cool. Yeah. And I, then Elaine berates Matt for last minute changing the plan, uh, but Matt kind of implies that that was sort of his plan all around, all along to just. Uh, Change the plan. I love that she it. she runs in like angry and he's like, please have a seat. And he has like a throne set up for her with like some tea ready to go. <laughs> like, okay, Matt, we got it. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you saw this coming. He's got it all figured out. But yeah, yeah, this this was his plan. The enemy can't counteract your plan if you don't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and it's, you know, that's, that's Matt's style, basically, figuring it out on the fly and or applying his, you know, centuries of, of pattern matching of battles to, to come up with the perfect plan. Yeah. And he's not going to tell anybody what the plan is, and he's just going to keep it all in his head. Yep, because so. anyone could, could reveal the, the secret to the, the bad guys. Right, yeah. Then Uno is defending the dragons on the heights. You know what I think is funny about this? Is Uno curses even more in his head than he does out loud. It's true. Yeah, he's filtering the, it out. Yeah, <laughs> like this gives you an idea of how much to how much Uno is actually filtering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a nice bit about how he, he Uno tries to stay as thin as he can so that he'll be eventually an unpleasant meal for the trolls. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. He's reflecting about like how he really should be dead by now with all the bullshit he's been through. You know. Yeah. That's a borderlander for you. Yep. Yeah. And he hate, he's a cavalry guy. He doesn't like doing all this pike stuff, but he'll do the pike stuff. <laughs> and he's protecting the cannons when he gets surprising orders from Matt. It is time to retreat. Uh, and he doesn't understand it. But before they can start retreating, there's a massive artillery attack uh, on the, the hill that blasts the whole thing. Yeah. The entrance of, of Demandred, I suppose, yeah. on, the, on the battlefield. Then Demandred himself shows up with one of those long gateways. Uh, and starts, you know, giving up one of his speeches about, you know, Rand should show up. You know, I want to see the Dragon Reborn. The guy's got a lot of presentation, actually. I'm starting yeah. to like Demand. <laughs> like, he's got that, like, really shiny armor. Yeah. He's got, like, his his 72 circle of channel. Yeah, the, the max circle. Is that the max circle? How Somebody says later it's the max circle. Oh, is it because it's like, uh, what is it? It's like... Uh, I, uh, over a certain number, you need a man to like lead it, and then the only certain number of men can lead this certain. Uh, maybe it's a yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe the numbers work out. Yeah. Uh, but Uno says yes. It, I, I now decide that it is a good idea to retreat because yeah. <laughs> you know uh, at that point, demand is evaporating people with bale fire. So you right, know, yeah, time a one man destruction machine. Yeah. Uh, this was this was very uh, like Battle of the Somme. It's very World War Two. The the massed artillery before the attack. Yeah. Uh, that just is unbelievable, like dump an unbelievable number, amount of ordnance on one place uh, and then attack. <laughs> so Loghain observes that disaster. Uh, Loghain is less, um, I guess, 
good than I thought he was going to be. Well, in you his know, own head. he's he's got complicated feelings, you know. Uh, yeah, he marvels at Demandred's power and muses about how great it would be to to have that power, and also how he's done taking orders from anybody. You know, cool. he, he, he got tortured a whole bunch, you know, to change this guy's perspective on things. Yeah, and how useful it is to be feared, and how, like, the only time he ever gets anything done is when people are afraid of him. Well, huh. you know... not planning on following Matt's plan. Yeah. Rivers. At least he's he's the, he's resolved to do something useful. He's like, I'm going to hunt tame, I'm going to get the seals, you know, that's good. Yeah. I, I wonder, did the turning work on him? Maybe a little bit? I wonder. Was this he like this before they it worked on him? It does seem a little bit more, you know, shadowy than yeah. before, right? Like, this is this is darker even than, than at least outwardly, Loghain has appeared. Yeah. I guess we haven't... How, what was the last time we got a Loghain perspective? Maybe this is what he's always been like. Yeah, I, I guess so. He, remember, he traveled with Swan and Min for a while. Yeah. And he did not seem... Well... Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's on the he's on the case. He's still like he's still on the right side. Yeah. Apparently, Andral overheard Tame bragging about having the seals. So that's their yeah, that's, that's another, their lead. I'm gonna say that's another like, yeah, really writerly uh, convenience right there. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I overheard that Tame has the seals. So yeah. Yeah. Sure. So Rand has ordered them, to Logan's crew and all the Ashraman to go hunt down all the channelers they can find and get the seals. So that's what he's doing. So he's fanning out in kill squads to, to cancel out those male channelers. Yeah, good, 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 good plot, good strategy here, right? Yeah. Good plan. Uh, and he, he mentions here that he's released Tovain from the bond. Yeah. You can she, do that? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if we knew male, that. Male no, channelers can do that? Maybe nobody's ever uh, decided they didn't want their order anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah. I guess I, I don't remember when it was, but I thought that they said that it was permanent. Yeah, maybe maybe it was before now. Maybe they figured out how to do huh. it. Maybe anyway. it's a different kind. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then as he thinks about all the killing he's going to do and the amount of power that Demandred has, Loghain laughs yep. with power. Huh. In a really like friendly way, I assume, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle. Very reassuring laugh. Yeah, yeah, certainly not an evil cackle of any sort. Yeah. <laughs> was, that was actually a really fun little vignette. <laughs> <laughs> Then Gawain and Egwene are observing the battle, the route, really, as, as the, the heights get blown up through that gateway in the table. Gawain yeah. is not feeling well for some reason. Huh. Not I don't know so why hot. he would. Yeah. People are I, telling him he doesn't look good. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of, he's like, I guess I'm sleeping well. I'm kind of tired all the time. I guess I'm going to put on more blood rings. <laughs> <laughs> right? So Motherfucker. It's, so it's a slaughter. Um, Gareth Bryan figures that Matt is trying to... Uh, fall back and trap the Sharans and mm -hmm. the Shadow Spawn into one big old battle, uh, but but don't listen to me. I'm compelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're like, yeah, we get it. You're compelled, but you know, so hey, thanks, thanks for your input. But that is a different plan, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe that is what he's doing. Yeah. Demandrin, Demandrin is demanding loose there and slash Rand show up. Right. And he, yeah. Yeah. He's in like, his leave giant... a message, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Does yeah. he not know? Does he not know that Rand is fighting the Dark One right don't, now? Don't they communicate, right? I yeah. wonder. He's Maybe busy. He, he really doesn't know. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that, yeah. Demanded is a huge problem and because uh, he's, you know, rampaging around unstoppably and Gawain decides that he's the solution. Yeah, I know, right? Well, they're, they're like watching the battle unfold and Gawain is just like, I'm bored. So what did he do? <laughs> Put on more blood rings. He puts on a ring. He's out on his own, like, oh, I'm just going for a nap. 
<laughs> he puts them all on. Yeah. <laughs> he I, did it. I totally called it. Yeah. We, we've been talking about this for, for episodes, yep. and he did it. He yep. put them all on. It's probably one on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you don't let Gawain get bored, because this is what he does. <laughs> and Gawain's going to come in and be like, spit it out. He's going like, to spit the mentor hand. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other one? Pulls it out of his butt. You know, I don't know. Gawain, come Go on, Gawain. I think I don't think I think we've probably seen maybe the last of Gwyn. No, he's like he, he's 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 got all this dumb luck, right? Or like this incredibly dumb luck, right? I, I think he's about to take out Demandred like a bug takes out a windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. I would be fine with all that, except he's fucking bonded to. I know, right? Yeah, what's gonna happen when he dies? He's gonna, you know. She needs to amputate that dead limb, man. It's <laughs> only gonna cause her trouble. Seriously. Ugh. Yeah, talk to Logan about how you undo one of these these bonds. I yeah. love it. I love it. He put on all the rings. Of course he did. Yeah. D- does he? Does it give you better strength? Does it make you better? We don't know. Probably not. It yeah. probably just kills you faster. Yeah, probably yeah. kills you faster. He put it on, and immediately his strength returned, his exhaustion fleeing. He hesitated, then took out the other rings and slipped them on as well. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> Meth, not even once. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fucking go in, man. Max He's such a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Peak Gawain. That's what that was. Yeah. So then Tam is leading Perrin's contingent, and they are holding at the ford. They get new orders from Matt to hold at all costs. Yeah. So so they're the ones who found Perrin, by the way. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so yeah. It was yeah. Master Lupin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's, I guess Perrin, you know, maybe unconsciously went back to where, you know, where his home was, where his safety was. Yeah. Wait, the fields of Marilor? Well, that's where Lupin was. Oh. Because he's with the two rivers people. Right, right. But how does he know? Oh, because that's where... Dream. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but they send him to Maim to heal. And they're like, well, yeah. I guess he's going to miss the last battle. Which, seems I mean, unlikely. that seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hammer still hasn't tasted Grendel's face, so... <laughs> that's true. He's going to hammer her pretty again. And then they, uh, they wonder a bit. They talk about, like, how, you know, Matt... Doesn't seem like that Matt we used to know. It seems like a big old hero guy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's that one kid who's like, I wish I had gone with him. And like, no, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> a lot of bad stuff happened to Matt. Then Andrel and Pavara are flitting through the battlefield because Andrel is the gate master. Oh, man, this is, they are the best power couple. They're like, so good. They're pretty great. Yeah. They're at the heights, which was annihilated by the, the, the artillery barrage and taken over by the dark one the dark shadow spawn yeah and they're hunting channelers because that's their job yep and they're they're they work together because they're like sharing a brain it's like the seamless killing machine it's great yeah they they mix it up and with some channelers and they almost get got uh when pivar and andal accidentally mix their minds up or something yeah they get so they yeah they get knocked out and apparently when they're doing their little circle thing because of their double bond they they have to like maintain like it takes force of will to keep their selves separate but when they yeah when they get zonked by some lightning bolt or something they lose lose their control for a minute and then yeah that's just yeah and then and so their brains get all mixed up they'll become one person or something who knows what's going on but then super weird but then she can channel which is not something she's supposed to be able to do while linked yeah so she's able to make a gateway and and apparently she makes a gateway 
really easily, which is yeah, an Andrel thing, right? An Andrel thing. So what what just happened? Did they get like combined? Are they it's Pavandrel for real now? Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's like there's something entirely new. I love this. this but they're is... awesome. But they, but they managed to escape uh, through the gateway. Have, they also have a little battlefield romance thing going. And they, and they yeah, they they trying to Pavar's trying to hide how she really feels. Like you know, she can't let him know how, how close she's gotten. The warm yeah. feeling she feels for Andral. But he can super read her mind. So of course, know. yeah. So it's really hard to <laughs> 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 detail. Uh, it's love, love blooming on the battlefield. It's really sweet, yeah. awesome. I even like the bit where she kind of thinks how silly it is that he's carrying a sword because you know he's the gateway master who can slice anybody up at three hundred paces. Yeah, he's he's like you can literally summon the fire from the dragon mount, and you're yeah. like, no, I want my sword, guys. Yeah, and she's like, oh man, he's like, I heard that. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> that is that was nice. It's sweet. I like those guys. Yeah, those crazy kids. My favorite couple. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then we were gonna have to end it here in the middle of the battle. Because we cannot cover all of this. Yeah. That's it for this episode. So next time, we're going to be doing part two of four of The Last Battle. If you have the trade edition, that's going to be pages 640 through 692. So that begins with Damadrid and ends with... I'm coming, Gawain. She thought, growing frantic. I'm coming. Uh, if you have Grow the, up. <laughs> come on, people. If you have the 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 green copy of the book that usually comes with other ones, that's page pages seven hundred three through seven sixty three. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Monet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. If you have any suggestions for what we might ought to cover after we're done with this, please let us know. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The the light light illumine you. you.